You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Oh, yes, the sweet music of the band Pointless. It must mean it's time for... Yes, the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, all right, folks, there is. Uh, I got to get started today. I got to jump right in this. There's so so much to talk about, and I've gotten messages. A lot of you want to hear uh, my take on the impeachment, uh, the fiasco that is that they call impeachment. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, First of all, let me. I want to just go ahead and wish everyone a, a very merry Christmas uh, as we head into uh, the final week before Christmas, and uh, and happy shopping times. You know the economy's on fire now, so uh, the malls are full, and, uh, and you know not that we needed more traffic, but but you know it is kind of neat. I, I was out the other day and and into a, uh, a mall here in Georgia, and, and it was kind of neat to see the hustle and bustle, and it's nice to see people sitting in Santa's lap with smiles on their face, and, uh, um, you know, it's just neat. And, you know, when the economy is working and people have money to spend, there's disposable income to be spent, and, and people do it. Uh, the retail world is happy, and and that just trends happiness. I mean, it's just kind of neat. You know, people will judge things by the way their wallet feels and uh, that's where we're headed in 2020 right now unless something drastically changes um, that's where we're headed and and people like I said people will tend to vote by their wallet which is the economy and uh, that's why I think Trump is headed for a 2020 landslide you may disagree and if you do you can send me an an email email here is uh, victor at americaswebradio.com victor at americaswebradio.com this is by the way americaswebradio.com the largest producing live uh, show podcasting shows on internet radio Um, if not the largest we are one of the largest Uh, so okay let's get into a few things what I'll do here is uh, let me run down a little bit um, because we're you know I'll, we'll we'll touch impeachment. We're we're going to talk. I'm going to talk about FISA today. Um, you can hear about impeachment on just about every other radio show that's out there and and hear all the different uh, takes on it and and um, and hear all all kinds of sound bites. Um, I want to talk a little bit about FISA. Uh, there aren't enough people out there that are explaining this and talking about it, and there's a whole lot of misconceptions about it. And I, I would venture to say there's a lot of listeners out there that just don't know enough about it, about the program. And now I know most of you, my listeners, are very well informed, but I do have some Democrat listeners. And uh, But no, no, in all seriousness, uh, FISA is one of those things that that politicians and bureaucrats are behind the scenes and the and the politicians pass it the bureaucrats abuse it uh and we the american people just forget about it we don't think about it we and a lot of us don't know about it and the media doesn't do their job you know this is the type of thing the media should be out there informing every american citizen about are the abuses of government but instead, they want to chase down and, and develop and create hoaxes to go after a president that they don't like. They want to change the results of an election that they don't like. Uh, so it's sad. It's sad. And that, that is your mainstream media today. Uh, but anyway, so I am going to talk about FISA today, and I'll, we'll touch on impeachment as well. Um, some of the other things that we'll talk about today, you know, I want to get to, you know, boy, we probably need lots more than one hour. But, uh, but we're going to fit in as much as we can. But I'll, I'll also get into... 
You know, I want to I want to talk about Republicans. I, I get accused a lot by, um, especially you know, some Democrats, uh, friends of mine, and and Democrats who listen to the show, that I don't call out the Republican Party enough. Um, which I, you know, if you really listen to my show, you you know that's not true. You know, I'll rail on the establishment Republicans just as much as I'll rail on the socialist Democrats. Um, maybe not just as much, but I will call them out. Uh, but I am going to call out the establishment Republicans today, and I'm going to do it in conjunction with the FISA when I when we talk about FISA. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we will mention the Horowitz report. Um, folks, look, let me sum up. I'll just go ahead and sum up the Horowitz report for you. And um, Horowitz is an, is, is, an, is the IG. Okay, he, he's an um, inspector general. He has no prosecutorial powers, prosecutorial powers. Um, he has no subpoena powers. He has no there. There is no law in place that says you can't lie to the IG. The IG cannot sit there and tell you that you are under the penalty of perjury. Um, he can't do that. So in turn. Anyone can sit down and lie to him, and he has to report it that way. Uh, and let me tell you, Horowitz is all too happy to protect the swamp. You guys have heard me rail about the bureaucrats. You've heard me rail about the holdovers. Horowitz is an Obama holdover. And I'm sorry to say that he is part of the swamp, and he will instinctively try and protect the swamp. So when Horowitz leads out his, his report, leads in his report with, we found or I found no bias in the in in his investigation. Well, he can say that with a straight face. He knows it's not true. Ladies and gentlemen, believe me when I tell you Horowitz knows that it is not true. He knows there was all kinds of bias. You can't look at that report and not see the bias that is there. But, like I said, because he's a member of the swamp, he is a bureaucrat member, he's going to instinctively protect the swamp that is the bureaucrats in Washington. So when he did his investigation, of course, people, everyone he talked to, was there a bias in your opinion? Oh, no, no, Mr. Horowitz, no, sir, I had no bias. I was just doing my job. I might have made a mistake, but I was doing my job. So what is Horowitz report? Well, okay. Here was a mistake that the uh, that this FBI agent made or this intelligence agent made, but it wasn't because of bias. Why? Well, because he told me there was no bias. So again, Inspector General Horowitz cannot sit there and hold the penalty of perjury over anyone. He does not have that kind of power. So he can start his report with, I found no bias, because when he asked people, they told him, no, I had no bias. So you've got to understand. So this is the common sense analysis you're only going to get on the On Point with Victor show. And that is what happened with the Horowitz report. So don't be surprised or don't get bent out of shape and don't get angry that he started the report with they found no bias. Because when he asks questions, and they, all he can do is report what he found and what the answers were. And that's what happened with the Horowitz. Now, if you take the time to read the Horowitz report, which James Comey apparently did not do until, I guess, over the weekend, because he's backtracking like crazy now, 
But if you watched the hearing uh, when they questioned Horowitz last week, and if you read the report, Horowitz did lay out 17 abuses of FISA. So his report was clear. Now, you have to be a Democrat sycophant, or you have to be a never-Trumper, so you have to hate Trump, uh, or you have to be a creature of the swamp to sit there and convince yourself that the sky is not blue. Because that's what you're doing if you're sitting there thinking that there's no bias uh, in in what happened with the FISA uh, when when they went to the FISA to get these FISA renewals of the first FISA and the renewals. So in the Horowitz reports, for you to sit here and think that there's no bias there, I mean, you're crazy. Because he spelled it out. Horowitz spelled it out. Uh, again, he just couldn't say that he saw it because he's protecting the swamp. So, but he laid out 17 errors, so so-called errors or mistakes. Look, folks, when there are 17 things wrong, done wrong, in obtaining FISA reports or FISA warrants, and all 17 go against the same guy, there's bias. Sorry, but there is. That's the only way to the conclusion to come to. Uh, so, so that's basically the Horowitz. That's the report in a nutshell. Don't need to spend a lot of time on it. Other hosts are doing that. Uh, so, and, and I'm sure some of you out there have listened to the other hosts. But that is the Horowitz report in a nutshell. He says he found no bias. Well, that's because they told him they didn't have any bias. But if you read the report, you'll see. 17 counts of abuse. And that's just the 17 that are mentioned in the overall report. Uh, so look through it and read it. You will see. And when Comey was running around saying that he's been exonerated, well, he's backtracking on that too, folks. Because Lindsey Graham, who, and I will give Lindsey Graham credit when he deserves it, because as you know, as you guys have all know, listen to me, um, I do not trust Lindsey Graham. I don't trust that man as far as I can throw him. And I don't trust McConnell as far as I can throw him. And I have a bum shoulder right now, so I can't throw either one of them very far. So, but, but Lindsey Graham at least had the, the, uh, wherewithal to ask Horowitz. He's, he asked, he goes, Mr. Inspector General Horowitz, does your report exonerate Comey? And Inspector General Horowitz looked up and he said, look, anyone who touched this FISA report request, anyone who touched it, anyone who came in contact, anyone who had a part in the acquiring of these FISA warrants, no, none of them are exonerated. And that includes Comey. So, no, Mr. Comey, you were not exonerated by the Horowitz report. So that is what you need to take from this Horowitz report. Uh, so what we can do is hope that the Senate does their job. And that leads me to impeachment. So let me go ahead and say a couple things about impeachment. Folks, this is, this is just a huge fiasco. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about it before. The Democrats are they're, – they're just upset. The Russia investigation didn't pan out for them. Uh, that hoax didn't pan out. Stormy Daniels didn't pan out. Um, I mean, I, I can't even remember her name that, that they drug out the, in front of Congress and tried to accuse um, – Justice Kavanaugh of all those evil things and tie those to Trump. Uh, it's just all of their little creations, all their hoaxes, none of it has worked. You have to remember 
their goal. Their goal is to remove President Trump from office because they don't trust the American people. They don't trust you and me. They don't trust we the people. We might go and make that awful mistake of putting Trump back in office. We may give 45 four more years. Well, they can't take that chance. So, And if you doubt me, go and look when the impeachment talks began. Ladies and gentlemen, the impeachment talks began well before the 2016 election. You can go back to April of 2016 and see the writings of some academics, and I'm using quotes, air quotes, academics, these lawyers from Harvard, these lawyers from Yale, these these lawyers from the most esteemed institutions of education that we have that were writing uh, articles on Well, here's how we can begin impeachment, or this is what you need to look for so you can begin impeachment. Uh, They were telling members of Congress, look for Trump to do this or say this, and then you can spin that into impeachment talks. They were doing this before the man even won the nomination, not just before he won the presidency, but before he won the nomination Think about that, folks. Think about I don't care if you're married to the letter D. I don't care if you're a never-Trumper. Sit back and soak that in. The man, before he won the nomination, before he beat 17 other Republicans, they were talking about how to come to the impeachment conclusion and impeach this president. I mean, it's pretty darn. So what does that tell you, folks? And I've told you this before. Had Donald Trump not won and anyone else won, they would be still be doing or trying impeachment. All right, folks, we got to go to our first break. Hang tight. We're going to get deep into this when I come back, but I'm going to make it interesting. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. morning. My name is Mike Mizell. I'm a retired Army colonel and president of the Johns Creek Veterans Association. We meet in Newtown Park, and part of one of our projects is the installation of the Healing Wall, the half-scale model of the Vietnam Wall that traveled the United States. Well, it's coming to rest, and it's going to live in Johns Creek forever, the half-scale model. We're looking at a possibly a march implementation ribbon cutting ceremony and we're looking for donors and sponsors that want to help us in this great project you can donate at jcvets.org Holidays. I'm Patty Levan, owner of Multiland Mortgage Services Inc. Call us for details about our conventional loans with as little as three percent down, or talk to us about our FHA, VA, and USDA loan options. We answer your questions with honesty and integrity because that's how we roll. Multiland Mortgage Services, your way home. Call us at 941-201-9111 or check out our website at multilandmortgage.com. Company founded by Joseph D. Powers, NMLS 158-989, licensed Georgia and Florida. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion? On America's Web Radio. Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you.
listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanders. And we're going to get right back into this. Uh, I just had a um, astute listener point out that if you pay attention, Nancy Pelosi let the cat out of the bag about a week or so ago when she somebody was asking her about the impeachment. And she said, you know, this impeachment, we've been working on this since, I think she said 20 months or 22 months or something. Folks. Donald Trump has only been president since, I mean, let's face it, he only took office in 27, January of 2017. So by Pelosi's own words, they have been, she, as leader of the House, has been, well, let me put that back. She wasn't leader until 2018. But her agenda since the election of Donald J. Trump was impeachment or or, or is impeachment, and that is her agenda. Um, she said it herself. But what you won't hear from a lot of outlets and news outlets or so-called news outlets is you can trace impeachment talk, like I said, back to April of 2016. And actually, folks, in all honestly, you can find talk of impeachment in 2015 after Donald Trump came down the escalator. And, and I, I, I'm just telling you. You have to take off your blinders because as I did a practically a whole show on precedent, whatever is done today can be done tomorrow. So whatever you do, and Democrats, I'm talking to you, pull yourself in closer. Whatever you succeed in doing to Donald Trump today can be done to your favorite president tomorrow. So that is why it is so important for you to take off the blinders and see. There was no crime committed. And if you don't believe me, read the articles of impeachment. There's no crime stated in the articles of impeachment. Just a bunch of hurt feelings and this, uh, this ridiculous claim of Congress is obstructed. Ladies and gentlemen, the executive branch cannot obstruct the legislative branch by exercising executive privilege. It is a long-standing uh, precedent where presidents and Obama did. Uh, let me tell. Obama used executive privilege with Benghazi investigation. He used it with the Fast and Furious investigation. He used it with the IRS investigation. All of these scandals, yes, scandals that were in the Obama administration, the Obama scandals. He used executive privilege. And it wasn't obstructing Congress when Obama did it, and it's not obstructing Congress when Trump does it. And what I'm talking about is when when Congress, when the legislative branch starts an investigation and they request uh, that staff members and 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 other members of the of the executive branch, when they are asking for members of the president's team to come before them, the executive branch can evoke executive privilege. This is why we have separation of powers. This is the beauty that was the founding fathers. This is the genius, I should say, that was the founding fathers in developing the the separation of powers. So when this legislative branch wants to investigate the executive branch, the executive branch pushes back. They have the legislative then has to go to the judicial branch and the judicial branch will decide on whether those subpoenas should be upheld. 
that's the way it works, folks. That's the beauty of this country. That is the great thing about freedom and liberty. That is the great thing about a representative government. You will never hear me on this show call this country a democracy because we are not a democracy. We are a representative government. We have a Republican form of government. Look it up. You won't find the word democracy in the Constitution one time. Not one time. Uh, and I don't care your academic pedigree. You cannot find the word democracy in our Constitution. We are a republic. We are a government by republic, a, a representative government. Um, so that is why we have three branches of government. And what's happening now is shiftless Adam, shift head Adam. He doesn't want to go to the judicial branch. Uh, Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Chuck you, Schumer, this guy. Folks, go back to the late 90s and listen to what he was saying in the Clinton uh, impeachment hearings. He was saying the exact opposite of what he's saying now. I mean, this character, and, and, and I want to call him other things and I'm not going to, but this disingenuous, dishonest, horrible person that is Chuck Schumer is trying to get the Senate to be another investigative branch of the legislative branch, which is not the case. Under the laws of impeachment, the Senate is the jury. And this man, uh, Chuck Schumer, is trying to get them to continue the investigation that the House couldn't do or couldn't finish or... Anyway, let me. I'm getting off topic here. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Uh, so you have the three branches of government, and Adam Schiffler Shift should have gone to the judicial branch, and then they could have battled out the subpoenas. In all actuality, they have gone to the judicial branch. Trump has President Trump, the executive branch did, in regards to uh, Shift and and all the other, including the um, the the guys down there in New York uh, that are trying to get tax records from Trump and other subpoenas that they've been issuing to the Trump team. Uh, the Supreme Court just announced a week or two ago that they will hear that case. That right there, the the fact that the Supreme Court, the judicial branch, has agreed to hear the case and take up that case, that nullifies the whole idea of there being obstruction of Congress by the executive branch. So that's as simple as that. Again, it's a common sense. You're going to get the truth here. You're going to get common sense here. That is the On Point with Victor show. All right. That is what I'm going to say about IP impeachment right now. So to sum it up, you can go back to 2015. You can go back to April of 2016. You can see their plans for impeachment began way before Donald Trump even won the nomination, way before he became the president. See, I mean, he became president. So you see the agenda. The agenda is we must get rid of this guy because we don't like what the American people did. We don't like that the American people duly elected a president. So we, the people, we, the bureaucracy, and we, the elitist leaders of the country, are going to say, screw you, American citizen. We're going to remove your duly elected president because we don't trust that you're going to remove him in, in the election box. We're afraid you're going to put him back in. That's the basis of impeachment. That's it. That's it, folks. There are no, There is no grounds for impeachment. And let me go ahead and say what the Senate should do. The Senate needs to use the 51 vote rule and throw this case out as soon as it gets to him. If, if, and I'm not even sure yet the House is going to vote on this still because they're losing members. Ladies and gentlemen, two Democrats left the Democrat Party and switched to the Republican Party uh, yesterday. Two members. So we haven't even had an election yet, and the Democrats have lost two members of Congress. They've lost two members of the House. 
because they switched to the Republican Party because of this impeachment fiasco. So this is this is it's all political. It's all political. And, and again, what you do today can be used tomorrow. Don't ever forget that. Precedence is a real thing. So, okay, let me um, move on. I want to talk about FISA. Um, first of all, when we talk about the FISA and we talk about what FISA, these FISA warrants led to, uh, these these three or four FISA warrants led to all the mess that we're in now. It led to the extraordinary waste of taxpayer money. I mean, think about the 40, 35 to $40 billion that uh, Mueller spent. Uh, think about the wasted time that the House is spending and the Senate is having to spend on fake impeachment or, or this circus they call impeachment. All of this is wasting your money. We the people pay these people supposedly to represent us, supposedly to do the business of the United States. But instead, We've had three years of investigation, 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 and now we're having impeachment, 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 and it has just been one way, big, huge waste of money, and it all started with the abuse of the FISA system. So, let, I mean, let me, okay, let me do this. Some of you might be asking, what is FISA? All right, for you Democrats that are listening, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I kid, I kid. Uh, but if, if you're not sure on FISA, you don't know what it means, um, it's simple. So FISA stands for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. It, it, it is an act that was put forth uh, by your elected politicians, uh, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. And this was done with all good intentions, as most... Government programs and restrictions of freedom are all done on that road to security. Uh, they're all done in good intentions. So FISA was created. Um, it stands for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. It basically allows the United States government to spy, to wiretap, whatever they need to do when a foreign adversary is, is let's say they're in a foreign, let's say they're in the Middle East or they're in China uh, and they're making phone calls into the U.S. This gives them the ability to spy. All right, folks, let's take our next break and then I'll get into this and, and we'll, we'll really get into it. So you stay, you stay right there. This is On Point with Victor. Uh, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. 
Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Okay, folks. So let's uh, let's keep going here. So look, um, FISA. Okay, good intentions. We need to protect you, the American citizen. We need, and and it was pointed out to me by the legend Dave, by the way, of that awesome quote that I'm not sure who who said it, but uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and that's basically what we're what we're looking at with most of what government does. Um, but so FISA, they pass it by convincing you, we, me, we, the American people, that we must have it because security, 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 and and they. Um, they they will will surveil some of these foreign adversaries and and what happens and why FISA is there is because if, if someone is in this country and there's a call coming from from a known hotspot and an American citizen is on that phone call or uh, they get captured in that spying they get captured in the wire in the wiring and and we have liberty folks <laughs> sort of <laughs> in this country we have the constitution you cannot spy on american citizens so well you're not supposed to so when an american citizen citizen gets caught up in something in surveillance that's that's been approved by the fisa system uh, they have to black out that American citizen. They have to black out the name. They cannot use or release that name. They're, they shouldn't leak that name. There's all kinds of so-called protections for that American citizen. And if that American citizen ends, ends up being engaged in, in, let's say, terrorist plots or, or, or aiding an enemy, uh, then the FISA warrant can be used to drag that guy to court uh, or whatever process needs to be made to stop a, a pending attack. No one and and no one has a problem. I don't think anyone would have a problem with with that aspect of FISA. The problem is why weren't or or why why was okay, we were promised protections as United States citizens from FISA abuse. Well, what happened to those protections? Um, why aren't those protections guaranteed? Because what happened with FISA to get to where we are today is an absolute total abuse. There are people's lives who have been up, turned upside down and, and ruined and devastated because of FISA abuse. 
they were spied on, they were wiretapped, and their lives are being made utter hell. Uh, you had Papadopoulos who was sent to jail because of this FISA abuse. Uh, I mean, it, it's horrible, folks, and American citizens should not be subjected to this because we have the United States Constitution, the Bill of Rights that protects our liberty, or at least it's supposed to. Um, and look, folks, the media doesn't do their job. They're all too happy to not report abuses on the FISA uh, warrant system. They're all too happy not to report the abuses because they don't want you to know. They're in bed with most of these politicians. Uh, it's it's really sad. But if the media would do their freaking job and they had a report reported these abuses, uh, maybe FISA wouldn't have been renewed. Uh, I, I mean, I can't say it and put it any simpler than the fact that the Foreign Surveillance Act, the FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA. It, it allows our esteemed agencies, our FBI, our, our, our CIA, you name it, the intelligence agency, it allows them to spy on American citizens. And in order for them to do that, they have to prove to the FISA judge that there is ample verified – there's that word – verified. It has to be verified evidence taken to the FISA judge – before that FISA warrant can be issued. And this is where the abuse can happen. Now, the Horowitz reports, as I mentioned before, it showed that the FISA judge was lied to. Jim uh, James Comey lied to the FISA judge and a lot of his cohorts in the intelligence agency in that upper echelon. They lied to the FISA judge to get their FISA warrants to go spy on Carter Page, American citizen, uh, Papadopoulos, American citizen, Donald J. Trump, American citizen, and now the president of the United States. And then they still were spying on him when he became president. Folks, this is the stuff of third world countries. This is the kind of stuff that despots do. This is the kind of stuff that just shouldn't happen in this country and when it does we need to put a stop to it and that is the where we are now we are in the precipice of either we are going to put a stop to this or we're going to continue to protect the swamp and we're going to let the swamp do what it wants we're going to let the bureaucracy and the swamp continue to trample on our constitutional rights if i sound dramatic folks it's because i'm passionate and i'm passionate because this is the truth I'm passionate because we have an, a, a nothing short of a miracle in this great country. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights, nothing short of an absolute miracle. The fact that this we have a representative government, nothing short of a miracle. And we don't want to lose it. And we keep giving away our liberties and freedoms. We let the government chip away, chip away, chip away. We let the bureaucracy chip away, chip away, chip away. It's not going to lead to a good place, folks. It's not going to lead to a good place. Okay. Now, let's back up. Let's back up four short years ago. Four short years ago, we had a huge fight ensue over FISA because FISA, the system, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act four years ago had to be renewed. And we had we had a couple of good Republicans that actually believe in the word conserve. You know the conservative word, where you gotta you you should be conserving something, you know something like freedom, 
something like liberty. So we actually had a couple of look when I when I talk about the Republican establishment, I'm not talking about all of the I'm not talking about Jim Jordan. I'm not talking about Gates. Gates. I'm not talking about Rand Paul um, and a lot of most of the time Ted Cruz. These are guys who actually believe in the Constitution. These are guys who actually believe in liberty. Uh, well, a lot of them stood up, or some of them, stood up and opposed their own party and opposed the establishment on renewing FISA. So four short years ago, four short years ago, we had this battle where the establishment led by and, – and, and, and this pains me to say – but the Republican establishment led this charge – to renew the FISA warrant system, to renew the Foreign Intelligence Security Act. The Republicans, ladies and gentlemen, the so-called conservatives, you know every time there's an election and they throw around that word conservative? Well, those guys were all lining up telling you and me, we the people, that we must renew FISA. We must for the children, for the security of the nation, for the security, 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 we must renew FISA. Now, as I mentioned, there were a few politicians, there were a few of them, who said, wait a minute, there are abuses happening. There, there are abuses happening to the FISA warrant. There are Americans that are falling prey to the government. There, there are government bureaucrats that are abusing the system, and the victim is the American citizen. So we need to fix this before we renew, renew the FISA system. So this was back in 2015. 2015. This was back four years ago. And we actually had a couple of politicians stand up and say, look, we've got to put the American people first. We've got to put the Constitution first. We have to put liberty first. All right, folks, we've got to take a quick break. So don't worry. This is going to be a quick one, and we'll be right back with On Point with Victor. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Okay, Victor, uh, I'm going to, to announce something that's going to be fun for everyone, I think. Excellent. We love fun. fun. For me, yeah. Uh, I don't know, and I assume even the Armin Deris family has this too, but I had a grandfather that... Uh, had some of the neatest sayings going. Now you you're too young to appreciate this, and most most of our audience is too young. But it made a lot of sense back in the uh, early days, uh, in the 1900s. Um, of well, Tom, how you doing? Well, I'm like a woman in a hobble skirt. I haven't got much room for kicking. 
<laughs> Every family has their person that has a bunch of sayings or had some family sayings that, you know, that's um, uh, about as about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. <laughs> family wisdoms. Family, yes, wisdom <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. So we want to hear from you, and we're going to be writing a book about this. Oh, excellent. And, um, We've already got our publisher, and he's all for it, and we're ready to go. And um, we want to hear from you. And if we choose one of yours or ten of yours, whatever it is, I'll pay you a dollar per saying that you send in. And there are a lot of them, um, you know, like uh, this morning, it was raining cats and dogs. (laughs) Just like you said, the, the... the road to hell is paved it's with good, good intentions. intentions. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my mom used to, every winter, she says, the squirrel's tail was fluffy this morning, snow's coming. Yeah. I and mean, I had, you know, somebody uh, in my, when I had a family, had the saying that if the leaves are blowing and they're turned over, it's going to rain. Uh, you know. Or, or you know a politician's lying because his lips are moving you know (laughs) so anyway send them in uh initially you can send them to david at america's web radio and uh if it's a new one and we've never heard it before we'll send you a crisp one dollar bill just for the fun of it and it's and you know i don't know of a family too and, and you can correct me if i'm wrong but Every family has had that person that had the saying. Oh, absolutely. And before they died, I'm going to write them down. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> or a they, book, yeah. And they mm-hmm. die on you. Yep. And I didn't get, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I can remember his favorite saving, saying or her favorite saying, but I wished I'd written all of the ones down. There. And so we're going to do it for you, folks. Excellent. And pay you. Just awesome. send us a, send well, something in that we haven't got or haven't ever heard before. You know, there's a saying: um, "It was raining so hard, it was like a cow on a flat rock." And you can figure <laughs> I've out. Never what, heard that. One. You never heard that? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, even my publisher. <laughs> we, it must be an Oklahoma and Texas. It must thing. be. But there are so many out there that are funny. I love them, oh. and. Uh, you know, so send them in, David at America's Web Radio. And uh, if it's one that nobody else has sent in, first in, first out. And uh, if we use it or if we're, you know, uh, we'll send you a dollar per saying. And uh, it's just for fun. It's not to, you ain't going to get rich and we ain't going to go broke, but it's going to be fun. But it's going to be fun. And uh, we'll, if, you know, you'll sign a release that we can use it and also sign whether you want your name by it if we use mm-hmm. it. Um, or you can re- rename anonymous. Or you can remain anonymous and say, oh, well, that was my quote. That was mine. <laughs> but anyway, it ought to be fun, and we like having fun at America's Web Radio. So right now, let's uh, play one or two ads, and then we'll get right back to On Point with Mr. Armin Dadr. <laughs> The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. And, and listen, folks, email us. Email us your sayings. Uh, I just had an awesome listener send one <laughs> that says, <laughs> I don't know if I should say so Let's put it this way. Uh, it says, you don't know shift. Sh- shift. You don't know shift uh, from shine. Or <laughs> I probably just got that wrong. <laughs> shift from shine. Uh, he said, yeah, some people don't know shift from shine. <laughs> so I want to thank uh my awesome marine listener out there for sending that one in so quickly. Uh, man, you, I, I can't thank, let me just take a moment. I cannot thank the listeners enough. Um, you guys are awesome and thanks for tuning in, but please, please spread the word. Um, the more listeners we have, the better we do here. And, uh, folks, I've told you before, uh, it ain't free what we do here. Uh, somebody's gotta pay for it. And, uh, the more listeners I have, the, the more, uh, success we have here at America's Web Radio. So again, thank you so much for listening. Please continue to spread the word. Look, folks, use social media. Spread the word about the show, On Point with Victor. Spread it on your Facebook, your Instagram, your uh, Twitter, uh, whatever methods you use. Uh, please continue to spread it. And word of mouth, folks. Word of mouth works great. So uh, please, 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 and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing that. So, uh, all right, let me jump back into this. And, and, and again, the email here for the show, Victor at America's Web Radio.com, David at America's Web Radio.com, GM at America's Web Radio.com. So send us your questions, send us your comments, and send us your sayings. Send us those family wisdoms. Uh, okay, folks, let me, let's jump back into this FISA. So we're talking about the FISA system. We're talking about the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Uh, I'm telling you things that you're just not going to hear on the media, which is a damn shame. But you won't. So four years ago, folks, four years ago, we had this battle. We had our politicians had the battle because we actually had some good freedom-loving politicians who stood up, who had the audacity to stand up on behalf of the American people and say there are abuses happening here. And, folks, did you know what happened? And this pains me to say, but I have to, to say this. The freaking Republican establishment, the Republicans, the so-called conservatives, uh, or at least these establishment Republicans who call themselves conservatives when they have an election, these guys lined up with the Democrats and told you, me, and we the people that you have nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to see here. There are no abuses. Folks, they said there were no abuses to the system. In fact, they were saying there are no up to date. There are no known abuses to the FISA warrant system. Uh, no FISA judge has been has been lied to. No American citizen has been victim of spying and their name getting out or or leaking out or or any of that. So they flat out were lying. To we the people, your establishment Republican Party stood in line with the Democrat Party, who we know lies to us. I mean, my goodness, just look at the last three years of what the Democrats have been doing. So we know the socialist Democrats will lie, but your Republican establishment party stood with them four years ago and lied to your face that there was a no abuses 
happening in the FISA, that abuses hadn't happened and, and abuses won't happen. And then they said, just let us renew. Just let us, we Republicans, stand by renewal. Stand with us because we're going to make sure there are no abuses. Uh, we're going to make sure that the government doesn't go to the FISA judge with falsified intelligence. We're going to make sure that the FISA judge doesn't get lies told him. We're going to make sure that government bureaucrats don't go to a FISA judge with, oh, let's say, a dossier. A dossier that was created of lies. A dossier that was never verified. And they're going to go to a judge and say, hey, this is verified. And then the judge is going to take the only the only thing a, ju- a FISA judge can do is make a decision on the information that is given to him. And the information is coming from the FBI, the CIA. It's coming from our esteemed intelligence agencies who have been given power by the esteemed politicians. So a judge, a FISA judge looks at this and goes, okay, we have the greatest intelligence agency on the planet. We have the FBI, the most incredible. And folks, the FBI, for the most part, it really is the most incredible agency on the planet. The rank and file of the FBI, those agents that are on the ground doing their job every day, fighting for this country, putting their lives in danger, they really are the most esteemed people uh, in the intelligence agency. They're awesome people, and they, and they are, I think, honest people. But the bureaucrats who lead those agencies, oh, heck no, folks. They're no longer being honest. We see that now in the Horowitz report. We see that now in the investigation that's going on with Barr, the investigation that Durham is doing. We're finding out the abuses now that the upper echelon has been putting in falsified information, giving the, the FISA judge. So let me get back to this FISA. That is the way the FISA works. Ladies and gentlemen, there's just not enough checks and balances there. The intelligence agency goes with their information to a FISA judge. There is a FISA judge that oversees the FISA court. And this information comes to the FISA judge, and the FISA judge makes the decision, yes, you can go spy on American so-and-so. Or yes, you can spy on foreign so-and-so who's talking to American so-and-so. You can spy on that. We give you the permission. That is the power that we, the people, have given our politicians who have them given the intelligence agency who gave that power to the FISA court. Folks, this cannot go on. And we had a chance four years ago to put a stop to it, and we didn't. So imagine this. Imagine that four years ago, conservatives had us stood up. Uh, Let me take that back. The establishment Republicans. Imagine if the establishment Republicans had stood with the conservatives, the the Rand Pauls, the Ted Cruz's. Imagine if they had stood with them and said, no, we will not renew the FISA system. We will not renew the Foreign Intelligence Security Act until we make sure that we put in some checks and balances. We cannot just have one judge overseeing and taking the information that it's good. You, you, we can no longer take the word of the bureaucrats that run the FBI, the bureaucrats that run the intelligence agency. We just can't. Now we know. But folks, we knew back then. You know why? Because folks, four years ago when we were having this battle to renew, 
the Republicans, the Republicans that were pushing for the renewal knew that there had been some minor abuses of the FISA system. They knew back then that there were abuses and they hid them from you. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell we the people because, oh, by God, it was so important to pass the renewal for the FISA warrant system. It was so important to pass. That power was so important for them to have that they had to hide the known abuses back then. Four years ago, ladies and gentlemen, four years ago, they hid. And how do I know this? Because not three months, not three months after the FISA was renewed, not three months after the Foreign Intelligence Act was renewed, in 2015, four years ago, it started leaking out. People started leaking out the abuses that were going on, the abuses that had taken place. So listen close. Politicians, come in closer. Come in closer, listeners. The Republican establishment was... They were telling we, the people, that our concerns were unfounded. Don't be conspiratorial, to, Conspiratorial, they told us. There's no basis, they told us. That's what they told us to renew. They told us that security was so much more important than your liberty. Security was so much more important than we the people. That they lied to you. Yeah. The Republican Establishment Party stood with Democrats and lied to we the people and said that there were no abuses. But then we come to find out three months later that abuses were happening. So I, I let me pause for a minute and let me remind you, let me remind everyone of a quote. This is a quote from Benjamin Franklin, one of the founding fathers. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what Benjamin Franklin said years and years ago. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Benjamin Franklin how many years ago, folks, was did he say that? And how pertinent, pertinent <laughs> is that today? ¿Cómo importante es este hoy en este día? How important is this today? Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety. Deserve neither liberty nor safety. How true is that today? Como es la verdad? How true is that today? Because we have a party. We have two parties that run the halls of Congress that were willing to lie to you because they wanted you, they wanted we, they wanted us, they wanted we the people to put safety and security in front of liberty. That's what they want to do, folks. And imagine, imagine if we had to put a stop to it, we wouldn't be where we are today. There wouldn't have been spying on Trump. There wouldn't be a Russia hoax. There wouldn't, we would have saved $40 billion plus had we put a stop to FISA in 2015. Or at least, folks, sit down and put in some checks and balances. That has to be done. Because 
We have bureaucrats and politicians on both parties who are willing to trade liberty for security. They want to convince you, we the people, to give up security every day. I mean, I'm sorry, to give up liberty every day in the name of security. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to give up liberty. I don't want to give up freedom. I will take the responsibility of having to have to secure myself or or, or having to help and secure our country. But we must put liberty first. We must put freedom first. We must respect the Constitution of this country. We cannot, we can no longer trade uh, liberty for security. Because what what comes with security? What comes with this promised security? It's temporary. We don't know what's going to come with it. But we know what we're giving up. We know we're giving up. We know we're giving up our freedom. And, and, And folks, we just, we can't do that. We cannot. So, well, you know, I, I put out a thing, and we're going to have to uh, move on pretty quickly here. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> socialism is kind communism without troops. Communism is socialism with, with troops. troops. <laughs> when people, you know, you're promised everything, and when that starts not working or the government runs out of your money, Mm-hmm. Then the people begin to rebel, yep. and you have to call the troops out, and that's mm-hmm. communism. And that's communism. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of that in Virginia. And we're beginning to see a lot of it in Venezuela. In Venezuela. Look around. You're absolutely right, David. And, and folks, let me end the show this way. And look, folks, I'm just going to – let me end it this way. I, am, for one, am tired of, gov- of the government telling me that they are willing to do everything to protect me from foreign adversaries, but, but never promise to protect my liberty and my freedom. Are you tired yet? Let's take freedom back. Let's stand up for liberty. Let's actually use the conserve in the word conservative and conserve liberty. Folks, it's our duty as Americans. We can do this, folks. We are Americans. All right, stay tuned for Locked and Loaded coming up with Roger B. Uh, This is America's Web Radio. Thanks so much. We'll tune in next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.